Hi everyone, my name is Melody and I'm your host for Optin. Today we have guest Jillian Norris and she's one of our students for the Day in the Life series. She's currently a third year optometry student at Southern College of Optometry and she's just going to give us a little bit of the insights of her third year there. Hey everyone. <laughs> so we just kind of want to let our listeners know a little bit about what, what it's like and the things you've learned throughout your time since you are almost finished with your time in school and ready to be an optometrist officially. So did you take any new study habits throughout your time in optometry school? Because I know each year, obviously your schedule changes, patient interaction changes. And from undergrad till now, I'm sure things have definitely changed a little bit in the eyes mm -hmm. of your study habits. Yeah, I would say um, I definitely changed my study habits when I was at, I did my undergrad at Florida. And when I was there, I mostly studied by myself and sometimes would do things with friends. But I feel like I do a lot more group studying now that I'm in optometry school. And that wasn't something I started right off. It's kind of something that as the classes got harder, we all seemed to do better when we were studying together and hearing each other say things. Um, because really there's just so much more information on these exams and your undergrad exams. So it's easier to retain. I feel like when I got like the auditory and I was reading it and everything else. So I'd say I study a lot more in groups. Um, I used flashcards a lot. Our first year, um, our class had people that would put flashcards together and quizlets and we would use those a lot. But I feel like the beginning was a lot of like memorizing anatomy and stuff like that. And then as it progressed, it's kind of become like learning about different diseases and how they're different, how they're similar. And you kind of have to like keep them straight. So I feel like talking about them has really been like beneficial for us. Okay. And then in terms of your schedule now, I know that um, Natalie and Veronica both mentioned that they don't really have much of a say in their schedules. And so you kind of just go with the flow, you get what you get, but you have to, you know, work off of there. So what does your schedule look like now in terms of labs and then lectures? So our lectures now are in the mornings. And so now I'm only in like we're four or five-ish classes basically um, because we do three days of clinics. So now I have, every day we have lecture from around eight to like 10, 15. And then we have labs two days a week. So two days a week, I have one lab. And then the other three days of the week, I'm in clinic from 1030 to about six or so, depending on like how long it takes to finish up. But yeah, we don't really get much of a say. Um, we're in like different lab groups. Everyone kind of has like a different thing going on. And like each of us do different things. Um, one day of our clinic is in primary care. The other day we spend an optical and then the third day we it kind of like varies. Sometimes we're in the teen clinic, sometimes we're in vision therapy, um, the University Eye Center with the University of Memphis. So it just kind of depends. We like rotate around. Okay. And then when it comes to your classes now being mixed in with more patient interaction, mm -hmm. how did you prepare for that in terms of maybe like having a big sieve that told you about how that was going to go down and how to even incorporate studying for boards because those are coming up soon right <laughs> yeah um so I guess like now when I was in the second year we did like all the labs and you learn how to do all the hands-on stuff that you end up doing in clinic and it's much easier when it's on your classmates because you always want to be like a good patient and like make really good grades on your practicals so we just practice so much there that it kind of just becomes like second nature and nothing really like prepares you for doing it with the patients in clinic, 
but I feel like just the more you do it, the more you get used to it. And I think the hardest part is you're also like on a time constriction where they don't want you to be in there with the patient for, you know, five hours or you'll never get to the next ones. So I feel like the efficiency is the thing that really starts to come. Um, and then now like working in boards and stuff, a lot of people, and this is something that I've kind of started doing too, is it's hard because we still have a couple of classes that we're taking that aren't super easy either. And we're trying to study for boards. And I think most people start studying for boards like October 1st usually. And what I found is a lot of people will wake up at like six or so and they'll like do two hours or so of like board studying and then go to class and then go to clinic and then after clinic, like try to study as much as you can at night. But usually we're also drained after clinic, like no one really gets much done. So I feel like a lot of people try to wake up earlier, um, but it also just depends because like I studied a lot at nighttime when I was in college. So I'm used to it being dark and me studying and I'm not the easiest person to wake up early in the mornings. So, like sometimes I can do that and then sometimes I'm just too exhausted. But it does help that we have those two days off because we technically have labs, but you know, they're like two or three hours a piece. And then you kind of have like the rest of the afternoon to catch up on, you know, board studying and your class studying too. Okay. And then currently, what's your favorite course? Um, I think my favorite would probably be PSEG 2. So I didn't like posterior segment one, but PSEG 2, I feel like is kind of I think my favorite part of it is it's like wrapping up a lot of the disease, like disease stuff and we're coming to it end and I see like a light at the end of the tunnel, uh -huh. but <laughs> I really like disease. And um, I think that's just my favorite class. We also have a class now that is new. We're the first year to actually take it. Um, and it's like a surgical procedure class. So it kind of talks about like lasers and different like, um, like things that they would remove, like chalazians, hordeolum, stuff like that, or like if people have some kind of like malignant thing on their eye to take that off, or even like some like cautery procedures and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool learning about it because, you know, the scopes are expanding in certain states and stuff, and hopefully at some point every state will be the same and we'll all get to do that. So that's kind of cool too, and I think plus since we're like the guinea pigs getting to take it first, it's pretty interesting. Okay. And in terms of your most, I guess, opposite end of the spectrum, difficult class, how are you trying to like, I guess, just not ace it necessarily, but, you know, do your best at it, you know, get the best grade you can. What course mm -hmm. is that for you? Um, I would say now there's really not, there's what, like neuro eye disease is pretty hard, but I feel like that's usually everyone's least favorite class mm -hmm. because you take that neuroanatomy class, like either first or second year and it sucks and no one knows what any of the words mean and we're all googling words and a definition to understand something so i think the neuro eye disease is like hard but it's really one of the important ones just because of like if something's wrong with one of those things it's usually pretty bad or like you need to investigate more so i think it's hard and i just like i've been pushing through it because i know it's important so i'm just like okay if someone was sitting in my chair one day i'd want to be able to help them with this but i feel like that's probably in my class it's like our least favorite class right now and we love our doctor and our like professor in it but it is just like really hard to understand okay and are most of your professors actual optometrists that like go in terms of like teaching route instead of maybe like patient interaction route yeah, I think actually, I think almost, if not all of our professors are ODs or like OD PhD. And um, most of them, I think like that's one of the things is for them to teach. They're in the clinic too. 
So a lot of my professors that I've had and like really grown to like, I've ended up also having them in clinic as a staff doctor, which is really cool because like you find yourself talking about things you talked about two years ago with them when you were in class. So they kind of can see how you grow. And then it's like really cool to get to know them in a like different way. And I know that um, both Natalie and Veronica said that in optometry school, they don't really want to trick you. They do want to like connect all the dots. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that's just super like helpful when it comes down to not only like learning in the classroom, but connecting it to an actual patient that, like you said, isn't your peer that's trying to be the best patient they can right. be. So I think that's definitely like helpful. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that SEO offers different opportunities to like help their students or you just, you know, clubs, things like that. Are you taking advantage of any of the, I guess, extra help that SEO offers? Yeah, um, I would say a majority of our class, they do like the class notes where people in our class, each like the note takers, they choose a class and then they do the notes for that. And I would say at least every semester I've bought probably half of the notes or more to use um but I really like that and I know that in the springtime the school starts a new like they'll start board prepping us and then like they go through material with us so I'll probably definitely take advantage of that in the spring and then they also upload um there's like a different kind of class thing on our Moodle page that we can go back through and look at some of the old stuff that we've learned in some of our classes and those older notes. And um, I've just started looking at that too. So I definitely have used it, but I think it's really valuable when you have like someone sitting in the class that can also write things down and you can kind of cross check to see if there's something you missed or if they can understand it better and explain it to you. Because a lot of times, like especially in those hard classes, they say things that you don't really know what it means. So you kind of have to like take some time afterwards. So it helps if you have someone else that's also already kind of like looked at it and tried to dumb it down too. Okay. And in terms of like any of the clubs that SEO has, are you in any of the clubs or think any are beneficial for maybe a first year to join? Yeah. So I joined the um, Florida State Club my first year and was president of it my second year. And I thought that was really beneficial. My plans have kind of changed now about where I might want to end up, but definitely join like your state's club because even if you don't think you'll practice there, there's still a good chance that you might one day if you've ever really wanted to go back. So I think it's really beneficial to be in your state club and you get to speak to people that are like actively working in your state, trying to expand the scope in your state. Um, I'm also in the private practice club. So for anyone that is going in or interested in private practice, I think that's a really good club to be in. Um, you find out a lot about how doctors, you know, work with their finance people and stuff like that and how they kind of make money in the ins and outs of owning a private practice and whether you should buy into one or, you know, different motives like that. Um, I know if like I was, I've been in our sports vision club too at one point. But really, if you find something that you're interested in, I would suggest just kind of jumping into it. Um, I've always known that I was interested in private practice. And for most of my life, I wanted to go back to Florida. So I definitely like started in those right off the bat. But we have a lot of different like if you're interested in contact lens, or ocular disease and things like that. It's just honestly, it's kind of harder to like cut down what you're interested in, because I feel like at some point you're interested in a little bit of everything. Yeah. So in terms of that, in your interest for your future, do you plan on maybe specializing in a certain portion of like, I guess, optometry, whether it was ocular disease or peds or sports vision? Mm -hmm. um, I've considered either sports vision or maybe low vision. Um, actually, the 
one of the optometrists, the first one I shadowed when I was an undergrad, did low vision, Dr. Cameron in Gainesville. And um, I really liked just the way that she could use those devices and stuff. And, you know, once you get into optometry school, you take a class on low vision and there's like a lab. So you really get to learn all about the different telescopes and that magnifying um like things you can use and like all those devices when you're actually seeing it with a patient and how it's improved their life. Like that's really interested me, but I'm also still kind of keeping an eye out for sports vision too. I just haven't decided. I know sports vision is a growing field. I was definitely interested in that myself, but it's so new. I feel like when you talk about sports vision, a lot of people are confused as to like how you would partake in the field. So it's very interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. And then taking all that you've like learned now in your third year, just moving into your fourth year, you know, taking more boards, because I think there is three, correct? Or is mm-hmm. there, there's three and that final one's like you with a patient essentially. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you maybe I just guess are preparing for your final year and just finishing off optometry school? Um, I would say I'm just, I'm really trying to kind of take everything in right now and just kind of finish strong these last two semesters that I actually have like the didactic portion where you're actually in class taking exams. Um, And I'm really trying to gain a lot out of clinic now because once we start on those externships, our first one will start in the summertime and I'll go back to Florida. And I just really want to make sure I have like a good foundation before I'm like away from SEO because everything I've ever known like and done optometry related has basically been here. So I think it's going to be like kind of interesting to see how another practice operates versus like, you know, a huge college of optometry that sees so many patients. Mm -hmm. So um, I think I'm really just trying to like get through the boards part like this first um, set because I don't know, just something about reviewing all this information we've learned in the last couple of years. It's just, it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little overwhelming. Mm -hmm, Yeah. In terms of externships, when do you start applying for that? Is that after boards are done or is it in the midst of boards? So um, we've already done ours. I know I talked to Chelsea at Nova and I think we had done ours like a little bit before them. But um, during the summertime between, I guess it was technically like this summer. So like right before I well, basically in the midst of the third year, um, they like, we all get together and start picking and like submitting where we'd like to go. And we have to have like a private practice and then like an institution. And then we all do one rotation here. So you kind of do that before you start that fall semester. Um, yeah. So it's kind of nice because we kind of get it out of the way and then we're not really stressed about it. Like I've known where I'm going to go now for a couple of months. So I'm glad to have all that picked out. (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, we just want to thank Jillian for obviously joining us today and being part of our Day in the Life series. Just because you're a listener, you get a code for your um, OAT study course, and that's code O-P-T-I-N, opt-in. And we just want to thank you. Thanks, y'all. Hope that was helpful. (laughs) 